Haven't you got a Natalie to look after at some point as well? Because it's like, what time is it for you now? Uh, quarter ten. It's good. Now. She's watching. Uh, she she got smart. She went and got a DVD. So she's uh, busy watching some boring film. I can assure you that. I have no idea what is it she? is. You've not We've got this debate because I've been um I've been really pushing animated films for as long as we've been dating, and uh we had one bad one, and that's kind of scarred her. What was the bad like, one? Like for animation. Uh, and I, it's, I feel warranted, you know, because it wasn't going to be her cup of tea going in, but it, we watched Wreck-It Ralph in the cinema. Mm-hmm. And and it was like video. So video game referenced uh, animation. So it's, it was never going to please her, please her ways, you know. And so I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have committed that early in my campaign to that movie. But it's because she's still a bit scarred from it. Basically, every, every other one since has been really good. But the one at the moment that I'm really trying to persuade is Boss Baby. I reckon that's going to be a perler, but I just can't get her to convince her. <laughs> you don't, don't convince her. Just take her along and then it's like surprise on her. <laughs> surprise animation. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, we're just going out for a surprise. Isn't it nice to be going out, to, going out for a film? Going to have a nice date night. Surprise. Yeah, Boss I should Baby. be like... We're, go- we're, going- <laughs> we're going out for dinner. We should dress up. <laughs> then like, she gets dressed up. <laughs> and then I'll mention the restaurant and we'll drive past the restaurant and then come all the way back to the cinema. And then the argument starts. Yeah. Give it a go. Sit, let me know how it works. <laughs> My name's Mark Andrew Popes. My name's Andrew. What's your name? And this is... I'm not telling you. And this is... <laughs> Puppies and Watermelon. We're talking about coats. We're talking about... Uh, great question. We're talking about <laughs> premature... Um, premature peeing. Right, we're talking about sm- starting small. And we're talking about the best worst food. And we're also talking about the shuffle. So I, I, just, mm. I don't know where we're going with this. The best worst <laughs> I've no idea what yours are. <laughs> well, I wish I knew what yours were, but anyway. How have you been, Copes? I've uh, been good. Been been nice and busy. Busy, busy. Not really, but... <laughs> I saw when you finished your calendar. Well, yeah, done all 12 images. What else are you going to do for the rest of the year? <laughs> I don't even know. This, I've never been... Like, I was writing in... Well, I do a little progress log, and I was writing in it that I've never been this prepared because yesterday I've just started planning for the Kickstarter, and one of the tasks is, you know, finish all 12 images. And by now, I would usually start drawing the 12 images, but I've just finished them. So there's no stress. It's going to be fantastic. So You can start on the, uh, the 2019 calendar. That's it. I can early start. Oh, man, I've got to say, the images this year, like I went back and had a look at some of the images just from last calendar last year, and even the ones before that. God, they're horrible, aren't they, some of them? <laughs> I don't know. I had them up in my uh, in front of my desk for the whole year. I didn't think they were that bad. Don't get me wrong. Like when I drew them, I thought they were amazing. And ever since, I thought they were amazing. But it's kind of like when you watch like a movie that you loved as a kid, and then you're like, oh, I did think that was awesome once. Well, I've done that. And um, on the odd occasion, I've gone back and listened to one of our earlier episodes. I've I I, yeah. I, I hate just hate every moment of it. All the stuff that we did. Or especially the stuff I did wrong. Just well, it, 
Nah. Well, I well, you you're very brave going back to listen. I think I think they would be horrible, especially some of the start ones. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the moral of the story. We just shouldn't look back. Just don't look back on your past creations. And I think I think we're gonna like looks like the connection's good on Skype this time because last time we had a bloody shit trouble. I think. It'll probably take us a little while to figure out how to talk over long distance <laughs> Does relationship. Does this count as a long distance you know? relationship? <laughs> how to show each other we still love each other, you know, over <laughs> Skype. So, well, you know, VR sex will make a lot of, make a big difference. It will. Uh, once I get a headset, everything will be much better. That's when. That's when. Um, VAR will be, will truly excel. <laughs> so wait. So it, it's gone from a, an an artificial reality bar to an artificial reality brothel. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a brothel. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Well, okay, so it can be whatever we want it to be, can't exactly. it? We can, we can make it a brothel. We can make it a theme park. Yeah, yours could be different to mine. So you could be like, I could be riding a roller coaster and you could be riding a roller coaster if you know what, like different roller coasters, if you know what I mean. I can't tell if you're trying to, if that's meant to be something dirty or not. <laughs> no, nah, different roller coasters. In a sex roller coaster. <laughs> That would be dangerous. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't. I, but would it be good? What, like you say, sex roller coaster. Those are two words that you put together, and you go, "I don't know if they should be together." But now I want to find out. Mm. Well, yeah, and, and let's not just like limit it to um, strictly genitalia sex. But there's lots of different ways to have fun, I guess, like cuddling and um, you know high fiving and stuff. And there just could be things that. I don't think sudden. <laughs> Did you just say high fiving is as good as sex? <laughs> it depends if you had a really good high five. Like sometimes you really connect. I high five a lot of strangers. Do you just? Does Tammy know about this? That's what I want to know. I'll tell you what, she never gives me high fives. Oh, <laughs> Only low tens, if you know. Anyway. Um, so, have you, have you been this week? Have I yeah. been? Uh, I've been pretty chilled out. What? Uh, What's life in the life of Baxter? Still, 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 still it's, it's nice and quiet. You know, I, I get up when I feel like yeah. it. What's, what what time uh, is that? Well, this morning it was 6.30. I, I don't know what happened really because I got back late last night after being down the pub and then woke up at 6.30. I was like, well, I'm awake now. going to get up <laughs> after I was getting all worried. Uh, actually, I did forget to set an alarm. So I was quite worried you were going to try and start this call in your like at nine oh, or, that's right yeah. that's right and i'll just be like oh i wasn't awake <laughs> and i should have been awake that time but i just i just woke up it was fine no no I, the sun was shining for a bit i earlier. felt a bit bad when we were trying to organize the time and i was like oh as early as possible and i was like no, that would suck <laughs> that would definitely suck <laughs> so that, <laughs> it's more like i was like oh what about this time and then you go uh let's try later <laughs> no it works oh, out yeah, i can do i could do earlier it works out better that's nah, all good. So, yeah, lots of relaxing. Pub, that's good. Relaxing pub, yep. It's just, it's a bit, it, well, it was sunny earlier, but it's not now. But, you know, that's what I wanted when I moved back to the UK. Huh. Are you back into, Less sun. Are you back into the frisbee slash ringing scene? I'm into the ringing scene, but uh, frisbee has slowed down a lot because it, there's not as much of that around. So huh. uh, I'm just struggling with that. I mean, we think about we used to play league. We used to complain about how we didn't have enough people every week. Oh, we always only have one sub. Now I'm down to none. That that once a week game looks pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so I hope you I hope you guys are using the you know using that to its full potential. Yeah. Yep. So there's no no leagues around you. Oh, well, there's no leagues. Definitely. I mean, I could probably find a team to go train with. Oh, man. I've been to a couple of weekend tournaments, but that's tournaments. That's that's how 
how I get most of my fixes. That's not fun. Went to a Duffer Hat. So I went to a hat tournament oh. and that was awesome. Had a great time there. Met some new people, drank a lot of beer, played a lot of, played a lot of disc. Oh. Didn't get sunburnt. Well, it's probably because it was raining, right? It, it, it rained a very small amount. <laughs> Look, it's rained just as much as when I've been to like things like Phoenix has risen. Yeah. In birth, where it, no, it never rains. But see, tourneys don't really do it for me anymore. Like, there's, I'm so used to playing at night time now that the thought of playing in the middle of the day, especially in summer, sounds like a version of hell. So you're not going to nationals this year then? Uh, I won't be here for nationals. But nationals is a bit different mm-hmm. because it's uh, – if. You you trained for it for months, so it's kind of like a and so yeah. Nationals is a bit different. What nationals is a weekend tour, but how is it a bit different? It's exactly no, the same. It's a bit different because you're amped for it. You want to go, but a local tournament. Well, just go to go to a tournament you want to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably one that isn't in WA. That's true. That's true. Maybe traveling. That's all on me. Tra- well, yeah, just travel, and then you'll find you'll suddenly want to go to all of them. That's it. Only have to fly for five hours. We'll find somewhere. Actually, I've been listening to. Um, you don't have to fly for minutes. The hello internet lately. It's kind of been. It's have kind you, of, I've converted it's you. Been on me. They're pretty cool. I do like them. They. They are pretty cool. Pretty jealous of how much dollars per podcast episode they get on Patreon. That's ridiculous. <laughs> or and per video. Oh well, you know they are one of the top ten podcasts in the world. I think. Really? Wow. I'm going to use that as ammunition to now Just look it up. Tell her. Anyway, they um they were talking about oh, it was a few episodes before they were talking about what was that um, weightlifting and how he was uh, unsure of whether having a a prescribed repetition count is good like to do like twelve reps in, in your program or in your workout regime because sometimes you just work out to twelve and then you're stuffed or or sometimes yeah. the opposite is true as well. And it, I thought about this, but not, not at all to do with weightlifting and absolutely nothing. It's got to do with pain. And I think about when I'm like, you might be the same, I'm not sure, but when you're driving home and you're busting and you know that there's a toilet, yeah. you know there's a toilet at home, you know what you have to do, you have to stop the car, open the door, close the door, you can lock it later, run to the door, open that door, go straight to the toilet. No one's going to be in there. Like everything's lined up perfectly. And I feel like your body kind of knows what's what's happening and it kind of times itself perfectly. And what, you know how you feel like you can, or, you're always able to just get a little bit further to get to the toilet, but if, as soon as you get there, you're un- unable to stop. Exactly. Like there have been times where I've gone to the toilet, if in like a public toilet or a work toilet and, and someone's in there and... I'm pretty screwed. Like there's a little bit of leakage and you just lose control because my body has decided when it's going to go and it can't stop it. Do you have that problem? I think what you're talking about there is incontinence. <laughs> I also shit my pants every night. So I don't know like if that's related. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there is a very much psychological part of that. So the, Wait, it's just in, it's in your head that you can't go and hold it on any longer because as soon as you're, you know, as soon as you're able to go, why would you wait? Exactly, you're bustling. Like it's already hammering down the door. Why would you just sit there and wait for a bit longer and look look out the window or something? <laughs> That's it. I I'm just got, I've got to like that, travel lots of times. It's the same when you need a shit, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. As soon as those trousers down, and you know, yeah, your seat has, ass doesn't even touch the seat, and you're like, that's coming out. 
yeah, you kind of when you're doing it on the way down to the seat and it's falling, and your bum is falling at the same rate of the poo. That's the pretty. That's optimal timing, really, isn't it? Really slinging it down there. Oh, dear. There was this one time, like, well, putting a repetition count, like a prescribed count, like we were in this uh, big expedition in Canada and we had this, we're in the middle of this massive lake, like we couldn't see the other side for ages and I needed to pee and I couldn't go just in the middle of the lake and I, I could see the the coastline and I, I held it for, oh, it would have been nearly close to an hour because when you're paddling, things take way longer than you think. Like it looks close, but it's not at all. And when we got there, mm-hmm. yep. I remember, <laughs> this is very unprofessional. I got my coworker to start the timer because I wanted to see how long I could last for because I'd been holding this a long time. And I tried to draw it out. Have you ever tried to draw out your pee? Like, see how long you can make it go for? Uh, uh, yes, I have, yeah. I got over a minute. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what you... That might not be your longest piss, though. You might have bit gone for longer and not known. You don't gone, you're not known. You know those ones when you're, like, you're going for ages. <laughs> like, ages I and ages. Have timed ages. This one. You're there, you're bored. You're like... <laughs> I've had pisses where I've actually thought about getting my phone out to go on Facebook. That's how long they've taken. Oh, no, not while pissing. Jesus. Yeah, don't drop your phone because I've, I've done it. I, I was checking You know how email. all the people, like, you always get used to get a thing on Facebook and I say, hey, you know, I've got a new phone. Here are my numbers. I often wonder how many percentage of those have dropped it in the toilet because only so many percentage admit <laughs> when they have done that. But... I think because... Hey, I've lost my phone down the UK. <laughs> this used to happen all the time way back, like the start of uh, like Facebook. And I just wonder if people either had been using it on the toilet ever since the beginning or like how... Have you ever dropped one in the toilet and has it been from using it or has it been from like falling out of your pocket or how do people lose things down the toilet? I don't know. The only, only experience of this I ever had was when Tammy dropped hers down the toilet because I just heard her... Just as she started flushing, screaming, no! <laughs> and I knew exactly what had happened straight away. Oh. But I mean, I, 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 I can see it happening if you're keeping your phone in your like shirt pocket. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, like back back pockets, pulling down the pants. But it's at least the question of like, if it's in a pocket where it could fall out like that, it shouldn't be in that pocket. Yeah, and it's not a good pocket, you're let's clearly, be honest. No, no, it's not. I did hear once um, someone, I think, I think it might be when I was at uni, someone had come back from their, you know, their, summer placement and they'd been working in a mine and they said that they'd seen someone they were leaning over pouring a explosive into a drill hole all right so they're charging up a hole and this exact thing happens where the phone drops out of their shirt pocket straight down the drill hole and there's no coming back from that you know these things are 50 meters deep also you're pouring it into explosive so that was like jump well that's it i don't have a phone anymore guess we're getting another oh, one. Oh man but then this person apparently this it happened again to this person but the second time it was their wallet oh that fell down there oh and it's easy the question of like look if it happens once i feel sorry for you but the second time it happens you clearly didn't know that you're on your own so it's just you've just got yourself to play i mean he's gonna fall down there next time well, if he doesn't watch himself it may, may be maybe i mean it's just it's just a stupid thing to do <laughs> It's, uh, I, don't, I don't get people why people why, why do people put a phone in their shirt pocket uh, is that the pocket it fell out of why 
Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, there's no... That, well, like, for that, me, it makes less sense than a back I don't pocket. know what's meant to go in that shirt pocket. Like, what, what? Don't put your phone in there because then one boob feels heavier than the other. That doesn't really work. Yeah. What? Yeah, it shouldn't be something you that You don't heavy. put your pen in there because, like, I've seen every movie and every, where it always leaks, so I'm not going to do that. Like, what's that What's that little thing for? For your pen. I mean, I, 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 I think I've kept a pen in but it. But just your pen. It's a very wide pocket. I feel that could be a pen-shaped pocket for... One of my, uh, I've got a high vis shirt that has one of those. Has a, a shirt pocket and an extra little bit by the side for the pen. Oh. So I kept my pen there. That was useful. But the other problem with that is that that man then makes that bit of the shirt very rigid. Uh huh. That's true. So it starts digging into your boot. That's true. See that you you got a pen being pressed into your chest whenever you breathe in because my shirt didn't really fit that properly. So I started moving it around to change, put it in different places. Uh, or if you like bend over and stab you in the neck. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if it was... But at least the pen will stay I in there. I think a, a pocket on. there would be good for, like, snacks, probably. Like, probably put some twisties in there or something. Like, that's light, and that would probably be a good thing to have. Because... What? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Because, like, if you spilled some twisties down the <laughs> toilet, you're not going to be too pissed. Like, you got heaps more twisties coming. I think it makes sense. <laughs> So, so your excuse to keeping them in there is that you've got more elsewhere. So, therefore, you don't really need to be keeping them in your pocket anyway. Yeah, well, it seems like well proven that things fall out of that pocket. So, let's make something fall out that you know has less value. Polystyrene potato chips that seems to do that. So, that's that's my vote. Tell me what. Tell me about one of your topics. Speaking of uh, when we were listening to other podcasts, one of our a podcast I know is both a favorite of both of us. I was listening to Designer Notes oh, the other yeah. day. Designer Notes. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of them. I'll look. I'll try and look it up and maybe link it later. But one of them and the the guy on it, he I got a really gem piece of gem advice from him on that when he was basically just saying start small with your game. Make the first game you make should not be a big game. Mm-hmm. Make it a really small, really simple game so you can do it from start to finish and see the whole process. Mm-hmm. Which was just came at a really good time for me because I was just starting to draft out how I would make this grand real time strategy <laughs> uh, colonization game. Yep. And I was just starting to get into that. And then I and then he <laughs> I heard this and I was like, Yeah, maybe I should maybe I should put this on the back burner and finish another game. Like I don't know, maybe put the puppets and water in the game that we've been working on for ages. Yeah, yeah. Even that might be too complicated for our first game. Probably. Yeah. So I might have to start making some really small games just to practice making games. That's it. I've got lots of time on my hands, and I've just downloaded the uh, or got the the humble bundle for Game Maker again, which had source code for a couple of different games in. So I'm pretty excited to check them out. Basically, I've managed to not have a job. Or be at university or school and still give myself more homework than I want to do. <laughs> I don't know how I managed to get to this point. And somewhere in all of this, I'm meant to be looking for a job. Nice, nice. That sucks. <laughs> Have you had looked at all, or is like that's later problem? Uh, it's still on the later problem list for the moment, but that's because I've still got a couple of things I want to go and do which are not work. So, um basically mm-hmm. line myself up to go do them and then well once i've finished once i've done that which i think it's next week uh what day is it today friday no not next week the week after that's when i'm going to be like right now i really need to get a job so if something turns up before then happy days <laughs> but um until then yeah. i'm not 
I'm not overly worried about it. I probably should well, be. For, for the record, I was I was listening to a podcast this morning just to make you feel better. You listened to podcast. They were talking about they were talking about how um uh if you are chasing a job right now and you need a job right now, there's a good chance you'll get a shit job. But yep. That good job that you want may only be available in three and a half months' time. And the only way you can get that job is if you're available. So what you're saying is that I shouldn't get a job. You not looking for the job is the best thing you can do for your job. Yeah. So if, if, you're, if you're not in a rush, you can basically pass on the jobs you don't want. Which is good because it means you're more likely to find a job you do want. Exactly. Are you more likely to find one you do want or are you just more likely to be able to take one if one turns up? Because you could still end up looking for um, a long time. Yeah, look, this three and a half months could stretch to three and a half years. There is no guarantee that it will go quickly, <laughs> that's for sure. But if you look more, then maybe you yeah, find more. That's it. I'm recording again. Are you recording? Also recording again. Man, kudos to the people that do record podcasts. Yeah, like, like this is the second time we've tried to record, and we've all yeah, we've had what five five problems already, and that was after we started recording. Mm-hmm. That's not including the the faff it took trying to get set up to record. Like, imagine imagine the people that have like well well respected guests on. You you couldn't have any problems with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, stick around. Thank you for joining me, Sir Patrick Stewart, and. That's that's what would happen. Uh, It's interesting that Skype's got a new ringtone now, so at least it doesn't sound like the old one that's ingrained in my memory. (laughs) I've always had mine on silent. Oh wait, no, I have not just had mine on silent. What do you think of the new? What do you think of the new Skype? The new Skype. Well, I've only just seen it when we turned it on this time. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, looks sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a lot going on. There, yes. Well, I don't. Know. I like how it it seems to be a bit more minimal. It's not showing me as much stuff as I need. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely getting like a, a Snapchat vibe from it, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it is a bit Snapchat. It's it's a bit. Hey, you, you want you want to do something, but we're not going to tell you which button does that. You just have to guess. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And also the vibe of like. Oh, you guys like that cool new thing? We make that cool new thing too with our old thing. We make it look good. Look, like Comet's hair. It looks nice. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> it's like Uncle Frank, really? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Frank. Uh, there's been a few developer notes podcast out there. There's been a lot, I don't know what happened. Like, when we first started, or when I first started listening to it, there was, it wasn't one out for like two months. And now there's been heaps out. Yeah. I'm not able to keep up. I'm not able to keep up with podcasts in general now. Actually, I'm not spending enough time in I've cars. Been, yeah, I've been unsubscribing a lot lately. Ooh, it hurts when you do that, doesn't it? I've got a couple which it does. It feels like <laughs> feels like you're breaking up with someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could just add it later, but you don't want to miss well, anything. I've got a couple that are starting to get queued up and queued up, and I'm starting to have to delete them. And I'm thinking it's, it's you know it's not good. It's it's basically it's like we're arguing. We're not. Re- you know, we're still together, but we're not talking to each other like we used to. That's it. How about we just see other people? No, so, so, just, just, Jim, go, just, just, just try the clean break. And then, you know, if it's meant to be, I'll come back. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. One thing I have listened to a lot, though, is um, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Factorio because I now have too much spare mm. time, apparently. Um, 
So Factorio, I play it for a long time. I'm also listening to music whilst I'm playing it, and I've suddenly gone back to doing something that I used to that I haven't basically done for years, which is listening to my entire music library on shuffle. Oh. Now, when you're listening to music, so say you're doing some drawing, you listen to music. How do you, how do you listen to it? Do you put the shuffle on for the whole lot, or do you just uh, do you cue some stuff up? What do you do? No, I've got to select a few albums that are like. Uh, habitualized drawing so I usually, it usually gets me in the mood just like a trigger but I sometimes I get what you're saying sometimes when I'm doing other work I'll just go like shuffle all just, just to mix things up yeah. like let's play any song I, I basically got bored of having to keep on coming out of Factorio to pick another album because I for about two years or so I've really got into um, when I'm listening to music I'm listening to an album as opposed to just a song so I'd put on an entire album, listen to the whole thing. Because that it's surprising how much more enjoyable it is like that when you know, you've got a 40, 50 minute album you just listen to and it all rolls into each other. Some some don't. It is also a worry though when you're doing your are you playing a game or you're doing whatever and the album finishes and you're like, Jesus, that went quick, let me just put another one on. Yep. And it's like, oh man, that one went quick as well. And then you realise, shit, I've just been doing this for five yep, hours. That's exactly why I'm <laughs> So now you're under no illusion that you're wasting time is basically what you're saying. Like now you can have guilt-free conscious of, of playing whatever you like. Yeah, well, basically, I just put it on on shuffle and now I don't notice when I've been playing Factorio for six hours in a, on the trot. I sometimes, like, when I've done this on my phone, just playing on whatever, um, you'll be hearing, you know, oh, what is some Linkin Park song and then you hear it here and uh, Florence the Machine song and then all of a sudden and then you'll hear a, Hey guys, how you going? (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like a downloaded episode that I've got somewhere on my phone. I've no idea where it is. (laughs) It just keeps coming up on my my supposedly random feed. You need to be, you know, curating that that playlist a bit more, your your library a bit more. I'm very, very careful about deleting anything like that out of iTunes for that exact reason. Well, yeah. So I don't use iTunes. So I've, I've heard that's a bit of a, a bit of an interesting beast, though. So it is. It's not perfect. I don't. I don't. I don't miss those days of like being on the Windows and using Windows Media Player and uploading all the CDs to some like to all, to MP3s, like ripping them all and having them all organized. Like it is so good having a streaming service. So, it like that, it's all organized for you. Like, oh, I just want to listen to that. Done. Just download it. Although it does require a, a slightly faster internet connection than the one I have. Ah, well. True. But you can also download the ones in the streaming yes. app, which is mostly what I do. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. It works all right for me. Do you, just going back to what you were saying before about like playing games a lot. So uh, it probably hasn't, hasn't been since I was like in high school, probably when I played video games for that kind of stretch of time. And I've got this feeling that, like, as a kid, time wasn't relative at all. What? Like, now you get home and you've got, you've got like, I feel like as an adult, you really understand the fundamentals of time. Like, you get home, you're at home at this time, you've got to get dinner at this time, and so you've got, you know, this much time to fit, it, fit this game yes. in. And, yeah, I don't know, you, there's no time to waste. Like, <laughs> get me into the game. And if I'm, like, playing Destiny and the stupid ship is flying through the loading screen, I'm like, I'm wasting my time here. I need to be playing games. I, it's got to the point now where I'm getting to, you know, I struggle to not be doing something. If I'm, if I'm exactly, sat at home yeah. uh, and I'm not playing a game or watching a film, I feel like I'm wasting my time. 
but I'm wasting my time just as much when I'm playing a game or watching a film. <laughs> yeah, I think about all that while I'm surfing the internet doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm exactly, scrolling, and that always crosses my scrolling mind. Scrolling through the same Twitter posts and the same Facebook posts as I was before. But, you know, I, I, and, I'm, and at the same time, I'm thinking, why am I wasting my time doing this? But it doesn't stop you, does it? <laughs> No, no, no. I, I often get high and mighty about like not watching the news or like watching the idiot box like the TV too much. But I just sit in front of the laptop instead. Yeah. So it's just the lesser of two evils, it's really. And now because I haven't got a job yeah. to snap me out of it, I'm getting pretty bad for just staying on it. Although I've nearly finished Factorio. So, so Factorio is the one that's killing you at the moment. <sighs> that's the one that's. Well, you know, I recently ticked over six hundred hours played on it. Jesus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's inflated, though. What is Factoria? It's a game where you Factoria. try to create your own automated uh, base on an alien planet that makes all the things for you. So you basically, you make some machines to make machines. So you have machines making machines, and you're there trying... So it's cookie, cookie clicker. Oh, it, but worse. Like, it's... Oh, worse. It's way bigger than, way bigger than cookie clicker. I, I, I would wholeheartedly uh. recommend it to anyone. All right, I'm gonna. I will look, look it up. It's, I think it's still on early access, and it's been on early access for like two and a half <laughs> years, which basically means oh, they haven't Steam. finished it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Steam, Steam yeah. is it? I've been thinking lately, especially with traveling kind of, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have to give up gaming for a while. Not that I've really been playing games, as you know, yeah. but um, I recently thought, oh man, I'll just see what's on what's on the iPad, and. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm going to download it this weekend when I got some good Wi-Fi, but there's like uh, GDA, which one is it? F- three? San Andreas? San Andreas. Yeah, yeah. So that's the latest GDA that's on there. I know it's a few versions old, but it's coming from a guy that only ever played GDA 3, the you original one. You should be able to um, get yourself a controller for your iPad. Oh, that's an idea too. I didn't even think about that. From having played, tried to play, I tried to play the San Andreas on my phone, uh, and you 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 can't. It just doesn't work without a gamepad. Right. The controls are too clunky on a touchscreen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is exciting about the game gamepad. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it should be. I mean, I know you can get them for your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can possibly get them for iPad. I mean, I, I, I can only assume you can get them for iPad. But what you're doing there is essentially turning your iPad into a Switch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't even really thought about gaming on the iPad. I only ever got it for drawing, so I'm pretty excited to, to look into it. The other one I want to check out is that uh, I think you were the one that told me about it. it was the, the train stations that you've got to kind of set up a, a network of between train stations. What? That's not you. No. Nope. Okay. What is it called? What is it called? <laughs> it's called I, like, I want to know what it is now because I want. You, you know, like on um, you see like the subway maps and there's all the different coloured lines that connect different places. And yep. this one, this one apparently like there's it's kind of like Sim Tower days where like people are like queuing up and they're just represented as symbols and they're moving from station to station. You have to design the city's subway network to kind of to have everyone. What's it called Mini Metro? Mini Metro, and this is on. Uh, I think it's on everything, but I think the, I'm looking it up on Steam now. The bigger the screen, the better, I think, from what I know. But uh, from what I've heard, I think uh, I actually heard it from Metro. the Idle Thumbs guys. But from what I heard, it's like really addictive. It sounds like something that'd be struck right on my street. Yeah, I think it would be actually. Like it's got some like so, so cities around the world, and you like make a new network for them basically as well. Mini Metro. Here we 
Uh, mini Mesh on Steam. $10 US. Oh, for the record, on the phone, it's $7.49. Uh, <laughs> it's getting dangerous. I, I'll, I'll just add it to my wish list. That'll definitely mean I won't buy it. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. I'll probably get it soon too. This, this is the problem with being... With music, you just pay for the subscription and your streaming is fine. But with games, because you're still paying per game, having having it that accessible is just expensive mm-hmm. and dangerous. <laughs> I'm glad to the most extent. When I ever get a Humble Bundle, I have to put the codes into my Steam library straight away. Otherwise, I'll just be forgetting all these free games. I won't, I won't use it at all. Uh, I've got quite a lot of games on Humble Bundle that have just sat. I mean, I've got loads of games on Humble Bundle I don't even know I have. Exactly, yeah. There needs to be like a... <laughs> Humble Monthly. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've got this where you're from, but because we've got so many super accounts, like for every job that we have, especially when we're younger, the the government has this thing that you can like find my super. So it like searches all the super companies to see if you've got any lost super that you don't remember and like brings it all in. What there needs to be is like... Um, a finder for like just digital entertainment that you've purchased and you've either not downloaded <laughs> and it just finds it all and sends you all the links in the email and it's like here you go here's all the things you bought here's all the stuff that you've paid for and you, you don't remember no you, you don't know if you were sober or drunk when you bought them what's going to happen with all this stuff when uh when people like in generations time when people pass away like does digital rights pass over to different people what happens when the digital platform gets superseded? So if I, I if I own something on Google, do I get to keep that once the Google Play Store is shut? I mean, I must, uh, it, it must go, right? I must only be able to own it whilst that platform exists. I'm guessing that's written in the contract, yeah. But let's, let's just say when I grow old and die, I give my account to someone younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, is that fine or is that creating a problem? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've paid for it, so it's not really... But, but as far as it's going, like, on iTunes stuff, when I buy music, I'm like, oh, it's great because I'll have it forever and I won't have to buy it again. But I'm thinking, that's not actually true. What, what ha- I may well end up needing to buy this again or it might stop. As what will probably there. be the case is that we'll use it for the next few years and then we'll let, if we want it again, whenever the new formats are out, we'll have to repurchase it. Like, how many things have you bought in one format and then rebought in another format because the old format isn't something you can use anymore, you know? like This is why streaming's better. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so a subscription service works better for that because I'm not paying for the individual content. I'm paying for access to it. So then once... Once that platform goes obsolete, I just stop paying for that one. I start paying for a different one. Yeah. I do wonder how long, if subscriptions are a fad or if they're a thing away in the future, because I think it, it does really good things for software. I think software is amazing for it because, you know, continual support, continual upgrades, continual development, like everything's great as opposed to the old model, you know, when you'd, you'd purchase one version and then if a new version came out, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have it anymore. You have to repurchase it, whatever company owns. Why can I not? How do I search Steam? I want to... Ah, this is dangerous. It is. Mini... Uh, it's not a search isn't working. Nope, it's not working. Bad luck. Well, looks like... Looks like I've just saved myself some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tammy is just like holding the the power cord or something. <laughs> it's holding holding the mouse hostage. <laughs> and she's constantly logging out on her device. Keep it, I just can't log in. I've got an Origin account now, which is the EA Ooh, yeah. version of Steam, which really really winds you up because we're we all started complaining when they like once there was more than one netflix so you've got 
in Australia, you've got what? Netflix, Stan. What was the other one? Oh, what was it? There's another one. I can't remember the name. Fetch. Um, something like Fetch. Um, the one that nobody wants. Oh, exactly. I'm surprised Stan's made a name yeah. for itself. I thought that wasn't going to yeah. get anywhere. But the reason they've made a name for themselves is because Stan has got some stuff that Netflix hasn't got, and Netflix has got some stuff that Stan hasn't got. Right. So now it's going the same way, but for games. So you've got Steam, and Steam was great because Valve ran it, and they had pretty much everything on it, and you know, Valve was fairly responsible with that. They didn't make it hard to get other people's games. No, no, games are not paid by them, but they, they, they were fine. Now EA has basically said, oh, we don't like the fact that people use Steam. We're now going to launch our own thing. And then, no, and from that point, no more EA games have been released on Steam <sighs> at all. So what's, I don't know. So what's, I had to get one for that Sims 4. And what's their, what's their subscription worth? Oh, they've got a subscription thing as well, which you can get basically, you can get quite a lot of games for free on that although you're paying the subscription I can't remember how much it is it's like seven pounds oh, a month or something. all right so the origin thing is kind of just like a steam like a free program to access their games kind of thing in a store and yeah so you can buy individual games yeah for prices that aren't that reasonable they're still pretty expensive yeah um you can buy the games or there some games are available on a subscription yeah and get games see it's kind of it's, it's kind of weird how like i don't like ea doing that but i'm i'm very happy with like a rooster teeth doing their like doing having a whole content calendar yeah. themselves you know what i mean like it's kind of yeah where they're coming from like yeah i don't think needs to do that themselves like people are going to buy their games no matter where they are yeah i think it's when when you've got something where ea has no real reason to do that other than just pure greed i mean i suppose you could say the same thing about so if using Rooster Teeth for example Rooster Teeth probably don't need to have their own content stored on their own site mm-hmm. the reason they do that is to make more money mm-hmm. but i feel like it makes a bigger difference although what we're not thinking about is ea is probably starting to lose money because of how games are being distributed probably if yeah. everything's being online it's so much it's probably a lot easier to pirate stuff and all I remember EA for was EA Sports. So, like, I used to always, we used to always look out for the new lineage of, like, the basketball games, the ice hockey games and, and things. And, and then the 2K Sports came along and wiped them clean off the map. So they don't even do it anymore, I don't think, at all. Are they not EA? Are those not? I don't think, yeah, it, I thought they were I don't think EA Sports has it, unless there's been some combination, I don't know. Let's take this. NFL. Oh, no, not, not NFL. It would be NHL, wouldn't it? NHL 2K 17. Who makes that? Oh, they still and do. What's the other one? NBA. Oh, they do FIFA. <laughs> FIFA, the EA's biggest cash cow. Oh, yeah, 2K. It's a completely different thing. They are their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's shocked me no, lately. Is just talking about digital content. I was looking at this book that I want to get and because uh, I'm trying to do more and more things on the Kindle because it'll, I won't be taking books around with me everywhere. But this book was going to be like a third cheaper in physical form ordered from book depository than was going to be on the kindle it's ridiculous like how can how can the kindle so like the kindle version was going to be like uh i think it was 15 dollars or 14 dollars us so it's probably going to be about 18 19 dollars and yep ordered from Book Depository. I'm not sure if you ever used that when you were here, but it's from the UK and it's free shipping to Australia. And a book on there, this certain one I was looking for, was was 12 bucks Australian. So it's cheaper to have it printed and shipped across the world than to have a digital file sent to my device. 
How ridiculous is that? No, and how much it would cost to get the audiobook? Probably more, to be honest. <laughs> I would hope it would be more because you basically paid for someone to sit there and read the book out loud. <laughs> it must take a lot. I swear, in the grand scheme of things, make, making a book probably getting the audio book recorded is not actually that much effort As in you anyway, what, how many times would you write the book in the first place because you're going to have a couple of different drafts and each time you're doing that draft you basically have to read through the whole book anyway mm-hmm. but then when you're doing the audio book yeah you just read through it <laughs> uh, you might have to redo a couple of bits right right well, well I guess I, it's not, it I guess it's not just the talking would, would you think the people that are narrating it also editing it or do you think it's someone else uh, I, I would imagine when it's like the celebrity people I reckon it's not Okay. In fact, I reckon most people it's not the voice. The voice would be the talent. Yeah, you're not going to have them sit there and editing it. Uh-huh. But if you got like, say it's a a, a twelve hour audio book, mm-hmm. you're probably going to record that in like three four hour session. And if you add a bit more, so maybe maybe add an extra day. So like you're you're going to get that done in a week. I guess what you're saying compared you to the, compared to the writing of a book. Yeah. How long does it take to write the book? Months or years? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe I should just try and write a book really quickly just to see how quickly I can write a book. I don't think it'd be easy. <laughs> I don't think it'll be easy, no. <laughs> I was at the shops the other day and I needed some... I was, well, I didn't need something to eat. I wanted something to eat. And uh, my choice that I decided, I'd limited the whole supermarket down to a packet of Oreos and a packet good choice yeah a packet of chocolate honeycomb chocolate curd honeycomb bad choice bad choice <laughs> go with the Oreos and the decision what's the like they're both but they're both bad for you but Oreos are good for you they are tasty Oreos like you know a little packet of Oreos is that meant to be for one person yeah and how but like is that meant to be a snack like a morning tea is that meant to be like if you eat that that's meant to be like oh man you've eaten a lot here you shouldn't have eaten all that I don't understand what you mean like what, why would you not eat a whole packet of Oreos <laughs> well I, I didn't grow up eating they're up. not resealable well, I didn't, I didn't if it's not a resealable <laughs> packet <laughs> you have it's to. not meant to be eaten in more than one sitting that is, yeah. that is true. You don't want to go on stale. You could get food poisoning or something, surely. Or they could go stale. They could go it, stale. But, see, this is the problem. You, you just, why would you, if you're buying a packet of Oreos, expect to eat the whole thing in one go? Mm-hmm. But I find, but then you get like packets of Doritos and family sized yep. blocks of Cadbury chocolate, and yep. all these things can't be resealed. Ah, no, the Cadbury's chocolate can. But I know when I open it, I obliterate it, so I purposely can't. You see what I'm getting well, at? Well, that's user error. That is your fault. <laughs> that is not Cadbury's fault. But now it's up to you to eat the whole thing because of your own mistakes. Is it bad to eat a whole block of chocolate? No. I mean, probably. I don't know. It depends Depends on what you qualify as bad. Is it? Is it bad for your health? Probably. Is it good for you overall? Uh, you're going to feel better yeah. until you feel worse. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, well, I feel like a, be- a packet of Oreos is better for you than a block of chocolate. But as a kid, I would have never uh, fathomed eating a block of chocolate. But now I can definitely, if not stopped, it is not, it is not a problem. Well, the problem is if, if, no, if someone else doesn't stop me, then I can't stop myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a packet, like a pack of Doritos, they're meant to like to be shared with everyone. But those packets... <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> those packets to me seem like... Remember when you're a kid and you get those little packets and that's your like packet that you get to have, like the 50 gram ones or whatever they are? It seems like yeah. I've grown into this Dorito packet and this is now the new yep. snack size 
um, Dorito. Yep, I can't eat the small Doritos packets because they they, they don't they're, they're too small. It's just right, a handful well, of chips. Why am I wasting my time with this? <laughs> yeah. If I'm not going to commit to this, then what's the point? That's it. That's exactly my thing. So I can't remember what I went for in the end. At the end of all of that going on about you can decide all the woes and you can't remember which one you bought. I know it was my topic, but I think... See, I can't go past Chuck Honeycomb. Chuck Honeycomb is, is, is pretty nice. You don't like it at all? No, I can't stand it. Uh, well, that's a, I mean, I probably could eat it, but I'm not really too fond of Honeycomb. I'm thinking like when you were a kid, you probably had Oreos, right? Not really. Oh. They're not... They're, they, I ref- I'm pretty sure Oreos, like, you know how Oreos are now like the superstar of the biscuit world? Mm-hmm. Like, they're the superficial one that everyone, you know, like McDonald's does it. Every- everywhere you go, it's cook- cookies and cream basically means Oreos. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I'm guessing it might be like that for a long time in the US, but I don't remember it being like that, you know, like seven or eight years ago. Okay. That makes I remember Oreos being like a really obscure thing back then. That makes me feel better. Well, because you do feel the same. Well, yeah, because I, I think I've only ever had it oh, thank God. into adulthood. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I had them as a kid, that would have been a problem because they're better than Tim Tams, I think. <laughs> better than Tim Tams. Uh, they're more more. Would I rather have an Oreo or a t- Oreos are dry? It's the one problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I like true. Oreo flavored ice cream because that counteracts it. It's got the crunchiness to add to, to the ice cream. Mm-hmm. But when you're just eating Oreos by themselves, I think they're just just too dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to stop and I'm me. I'm not going to sit there and dip them into milk. Don't, well, no, it doesn't. No, I still eat the whole thing. <laughs> oh, that's what people do, don't they? Dip into milk. That'd be nice. But it's. That's, that's more effort than it's worth, really. Yeah. It requires having a glass of milk. Yeah. I don't want that. Because <laughs> then you have to drink the milk afterwards. That's pointless. And there's going to be lumpy bits at the bottom. <laughs> uh, you know, I could do that, or I could just put it into ice cream and have a bowl of ice cream. That's true. Or tub. It's, uh, it's appropriate. Oh, Oreos. I wonder how... They'd be killing it, just like even just um, supplying fast food chains, wouldn't they? Just their affiliation oh, yeah. with McDonald's I, and Hungry Jacks. Like, they're just in Coles like, and Woolies just to take think, the piss, really. Think about how much of Oreo is shipped <laughs> around just to be used, you know, just be thrown into ice cream. Sorry, just big bags of broken up Oreo. Yeah, I, I wonder. Uh, that's ridiculous. And I wonder if, like, the, the crushed up Oreos that they have, were they, did they make the biscuits and then there's another process to crush them? Or is this the shit? ones that aren't formed is the rejects and they get taken to mcdonald's i have a feeling that that's how it started out but they make so much they like it must it must be like the american poultry industry surviving on selling chicken feet to china it must just be they're like no that that's that's literally how we survive now is selling broken bits of biscuit we yeah we as you say we sell the other bits just for show Mm-hmm. to keep the brand up but that's just so that we can keep on selling stuff to mcdonald's <laughs> that's true oh this this makes me think this i was listening to a rooster teeth thing this morning and they're talking about business class and the same thing was how this is what I, my theory here is that like how oreo biscuits are in the stores i think just thinking about this now for the purpose of um, when you go into McDonald's and see it, that you're going to know what it is because you see it in the shopping centre more than you yeah. do in McDonald's. I wonder if business class tickets and first class tickets, because, um, you know, they're like three, four times the price on an airline. 
Um, yeah, business class is how they make the money, yeah. Right, but but do they, right? Because they've got them yeah. there, but I wonder if it's just all an elaborate trick because the people that are in business class, are those businesses paying for the tickets three or four more times or are they frequent flyers that have upgraded to that? Yeah, there's going to be a bit of that, but business class is so expensive because it's paying for the economy seats to make them cheaper. No, this is my theory is that the business class seats – price justifies or not justifies it incentivizes people to be regular customers to an airline so that they earn enough points so that they get this seat this has this higher perceived value but what if it doesn't what if it's just a made-up value if that seat was only twice the price of an economy seat people would be like oh just go to another airline because there's no point gathering points because upgrading it's kind of not a big deal with the rewards not really there do you see what i'm saying well what well- well done, Coach. You've managed to work out how a loyalty program works, no, yes. I think business class is fully set up for a loyalty program. No, it's not. Business class is how they make money out of the no, I, I reckon a plane could fly on economy tickets. Like, how many people in business class uh, are paid for the business ticket? Right, I watched a really, really good video on this, tossing up, like, this is how many seats are this economy. This is how many seats are in business. This is how many seats are in first class. This is how much they all cost at different times. And it, it works out, like, 50% or something or more of the... Uh, the income for the flight is from business class, but like 70% of the passengers are in economy. Hmm. So it's, it, business class is how they make money, but yes, they have loyalty programs to make sure you keep on flying with them. Hmm. All right. So that's, you, that's the whole point. You're telling me I can take this tinfoil hat off, is that what you're saying? You can take the tinfoil <laughs> hat off. The thing is, right, how many times do you have to fly with an airline before you can get an upgrade? I don't even know. It's, you have to fly with them heaps. I'm guessing. No, it's, it's not worth trying to buy enough tickets to save up enough points to get an upgrade. If you had lots of points, would you trade it for a ticket or would you trade it for an upgrade? Upgrade, because that was, I'm pretty sure that's the most economical way to use them. Really? And I was looking into this. I had, because I saved up a, a couple of Qantas points. The plan with that always was to upgrade a flight. Mm hmm not try and get myself a new one. I don't know if you believe it's worth that much. I'm just, my hat's slipping back on, but I'm just taking it back off again. Hats it are- just fell on my head. I'm, I'm sorry, just fell on, but it's fell on off again. <laughs> it's the, the airlines aren't actually out to get you. They're just out to get your money. <laughs> it's not, business class is not a conspiracy. It actually works. Yeah, I mean, You're not making it up. If the world was actually the way sometimes I think it is, it'd be a very scary place. So I'm kind of happy that it's probably more normal than I fear. You're slowly making your own little world of Caltex, <laughs> so we'll just see how that turns out. That's it. <laughs> oh, dear. I had a friend at work the other day. He cracked me up. It was great. He said, um, he said, I don't get it. I was like, what do you mean you don't get it? He's like, you're a really funny guy. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. He's like, yeah, but your comics are just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> They are. Well, I appreciate your honesty. That's great. Thanks for that backhand to my ego. Yeah. So I, I guess I just need to try less and, and and not do it at all. I think that's what I need to do. Uh, I think he just doesn't get them. It, no, it, I don't. It's, you're, not, you're not the problem. He's the problem in this equation. It's not me. It's you. Yeah, that's definitely what's going on. <laughs> nah, it's just different people have different tastes. I get it. But it was just a very, very funny comment. I enjoyed it. <laughs>
No, it's the kind of thing that you'd, it's more tongue in cheek, but like it's the kind of thing where once upon a time, like especially when you're starting something, you'd take anything like that to heart, but um, you definitely see, you definitely get enough rejection that it's like, oh, well. I had one, I had a comment the other day, was, what is it? I had, um, do you remember the comic of the, the match that I released? The one, uh, the, once you go back, you never, uh, once you go yes. black, you never go. Well, let me let me read this comment to you. He's, um, I'll just load it up. It's on. You can always find great stuff on Reddit. They love telling you stuff. And he told me he wasn't too pleased with it. I thought it was one of my best. <laughs> he said, "This is either a re- this is either a drug PSA, public service announcement, announcement, or a really racist meme." <laughs> so that's good. I've either got <laughs> may may contain drug references and racial content, but the sounds it. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically just trying to get you done for being something he's on reddit what's he expecting oh man great you get there is great comments on on reddit and and nine gag and imja i love it i find this comic offensive i don't quite know why but i find it <laughs> offensive so you're you're about to tell me what should they do what do what should people do Coach. what should people do uh well, once you finish listening to this episode, you should go to the uh, go to the website at www.puppiesandwatermelon.com. What are they going to find there, Copes? And they're going to find their uh, links and all sorts of ways to stream and download and send us messages and support us and subscribe and all that stuff. And I think you should. I think we should find new ways of telling people to spread the word. So. I think yeah we should you should always share it so I think this week I think what you should do if you're listening everyone's got like well not, not all of us have jobs <laughs> none of us on the, <laughs> the two, no the two people on this podcast both do not have jobs but <laughs> if you are listening to this and you do have a job you probably have a co-worker and you probably have a co-worker that is your favourite co-worker what you should do is go to your favourite co-worker and let them know that you listen to this podcast and say maybe they might like it that's what I reckon the person and you they, should tell and if everyone does that then we might get some more followers hmm. Hmm. everyone everyone should just go there once you finish listening to it just go and tell one person hey this is this podcast that this listen to and then tell them tell them what you thought exactly, exactly. i don't know if that'll help us but no, yeah just tell them what so. you thought and then pass on the word yeah don't tell them what you thought if you thought it was shit that's not a nice thing to say well if you got this far and you think again we said it before but if you got this far and you thought it was shit then it is it, yeah you're, you're wasting your own time you're <laughs> i despise you i'm not really sure why you're doing this <laughs> What? The, the listener, not you, Bex. The, the listener, I just oh, right. listen. oh. <laughs> I just, I just tell that very personally. Got, got her a little bit. All right, man. All right, we'll catch you around. See you later. <laughs>